And welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast. Number 188. 188. Stephen, do you know anything about that number? Funny you should mention that. I could go the easy route and just say, it's the name of a betting company, Bet188. Or a bus route. It could be a bus route. It is a bus route, actually. I did see earlier it is a bus route, but this is good. The Bristol 188 was a British supersonic research aircraft built by British Aerospace in the 1950s. Its length, slender cross-section and intruding purpose led to it being nicknamed the Flaming Pencil. Flaming Pencil. Would you like to see a picture of it? Yeah, it looks like a Flaming Pencil. But supersonic flight in the 50s. Do you know, it's the one thing that makes me really sad about this country today. Is that the only time this country ever went backwards was the day that Concorde was decommissioned. And it makes me sad that, one, I never got to do Concorde, yep. but two, we went back in time. We did. We gave up on the supersonic. We gave up on the future, because it was well, a bit expensive. Not your way. Right, let's drink some beer and recover from this shocking development. I'm in trauma. I hope it's a really delicious beer this week. Maybe something like, I don't know, something nice and hoppy and... Like, Pale and... Yeah? Yeah, no. Oh, uh, shit. It is delicious, though. This day just doesn't get any better. I've got to admit, I was a bit happy when I saw this. Yeah, I guess you would be. I, I, as soon as I saw it, I knew I'd be a bit sad. So, so this Did the is... Belgians invent chips? Yes. Really? Yeah. I was told this the other day, and I just didn't want to chips believe it. Chips and mayonnaise. Oh, no, the mayonnaise thing they can have for, like... I, I get it, it's okay as a thing, but I wouldn't oh, get excited. No. Making chips. Yeah. Surely somebody somewhere went, I'm going to cut up these bits of potato. They did, it was in Belgium. No, somebody must have done it before. Because, do you know what I think about Belgium? Whenever I think about Belgium, the first thing that comes into my head... No, beige. It's a beige kind of country full of beige people yeah, but you, boring. You don't want to go and ask them what they think of us. They probably don't have an opinion of that beige. No, no, no. Oh, it's a terrible country. Tasty and delicious. It's a terrible country that breaks up France, which I love France. Don't like the French, but I love France. And Germany. And Germany's great. I like Germany. Like, and when they're not invading people, they're lovely. Should we talk about any yeah, other let's move on. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go through Europe. Have you, ha- have you had the Jeremy Clarkson diplomacy lessons? I have. I have. Um, go on, tell me a bit about the brewery then, Glue, because I know you're going to know all about this year. Bill, Westmall, so... Geek. Yeah, Westmall is probably of the Trappist breweries. It's probably the one that you're most likely to have tried because it's the one that you, you can see in places like uh, Waitrose. It's also kind of one of the more... Well established. So they have the thing. Not sure. Other supermarkets are available. Other supermarkets might be available. Um, they. This is probably the definitive beer of the style of the double, um, which is kind of decided like around the early twentieth century. They kind of settled out on what a double was, which is a dark beer. About this kind of. Um, we'll check what the actual percentage on this one is. This one's seven percent, and it's a. I guess that's the kind of double territory, it's kind of six to eight kind of territory. Mm. Uh, not usually overly roasty, but dark with those kind of debated Belgian malts. Now, is it me, 
Or is there a weird taste of plastic stroke Play-Doh in there? It's you. Really? Yeah. Because I've got this really weird aftertaste that won't go away of plastic stroke Play-Doh. And if you're going to ask me, have you ever eaten Play-Doh? Of course I have. This um, morning. It was delicious, he says. For breakfast, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got a really weird taste to it on the aftertaste. Mm. Like, it starts off kind of going, yeah, it's one of them Belgian beers I've had before that I'm not that enamoured with. But then it just goes in a weird way, like a weird place. It has got a pretty distinctive flavour, which is that this combination of the... the Plastic the, the and Play-Doh that's the, in the, there. The Belgian malt <laughs> and, um, and that yeast as well. Uh, of course, the, the Trappist ones have always got that kind of tradition of having some, some unusual, well, well-established yeast strains that they've maintained for a long time and that does add a bit of flavour. See, for me, like 7%. It should be more interesting than that. More interesting? Yeah. Oh. What, would, would you like some fruit in there? Should, should we get some plum syrup? Is that no. what you need? No, no. But it just tastes plasticky. It really does. And it's just boring. It's got lovely texture. It's got that chocolatey dried fruits thing. I get the chocolatey dried fruits things at the start. I certainly don't get it in the aftertaste. And I'm just, I don't know, it's just a bit, like 7% I expect something a bit more, a bit more of like, bloom, like, or bing, or other whizzy noises. <laughs> and it just got, it's, it's, it's nothing. Nothing. No, apart from plastic and Play-Doh. I think it's very tasty. I like, I, listen, I am not its target audience. I do not like Belgian beers. I've yet to find a Belgian beer that I really enjoy. Yeah, I know, you're a bit of a philistine, never mind. It's good to know what you like and what you don't like, and I know what I like and I know what I don't like, and you I don't like that. You don't it's like boring. tasty? No, 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 I'm sorry, Roland, this is not tasty. There it's are far tasty. more delicious and tasty things out there than this. This is this is your Carlin Black label for oh, Belgium. Oh, no, it is not. It is. Absolutely it is. not. It's a Carlin Black label for Belgium. Not by I, country I have not tasted many of these style of beers I will admit that we can tell that yeah but the ones that I have tasted are better than this no yeah make you say no this is not like this is I don't think this is the best example of a dark no Belgian beer no but but it is good and it is also it's the benchmark right this is the one that set the the standard have other people exceeded it yeah on occasion I think they probably have but it's still very tasty beer Give me the bottle top. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for this to be over with. Um, I'm not its target market. I can see. I can see the an appeal of them. They, they, you know, normally there's some interesting stuff in there. This for me is a bit boring. I don't like the aftertaste. That there is a plasticky kind of weird false aftertaste in there that I really don't like. Um, I would not buy this, but I wouldn't have bought it in the first place because um, I just know I'd be disappointed. So I'm going to go five. I'm going to be somewhat higher than that. No! Shocking news again for everybody. Um, I have bought this before. I will probably buy this again. It is my kind of beer. I would... I don't it think is your kind of beer, you're is. right. I don't think it's the best example of a dark no. one. But I do think it's tasty. Um, I'm going to go for eight. Eight? I actually also I prefer the... Of the two, the, you might also see the triple from them, which is the pale, stronger version, and I 
I prefer that. But yeah, still very te- both very tasty beers. No, they're not. They are. This could go on for a while, listeners. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to drink up. You can have mine after we've finished. Ooh. Perks. Yeah. Excellent. Perks. We and are. You, you can drive home on your seven <laughs> percent. <laughs> mm. You yeah. are done. done.